Welcome to the Shea Speaks podcast, where together we're going to break the chains. We're going to shatter all of those glass ceilings, and we're going to overcome the obstacles that stand between you and the life that God has called you to live. No longer will you say why you can't rise to the next level of you. I don't know about you, but I love me some girl talk. And if you do, pull up a seat and let's get to it. All right, my girls, welcome back to the Shea Speaks podcast. So this week we're diving into relationships again. It's been a while since we've dipped our toes in the whole relationship conversation or you've heard me and Payson talk on an episode about relationships or communication or whatever the case may be. And today we're going to talk about the phrase, if he wanted to, he would. How many of you have heard that over and over and over? And I've honestly always said it and I think... I've always said it because everyone else always said it and it makes sense it does when you say if he wanted to he would if he loved you he would tell you if he missed you he would call you if he wanted to pursue you he would pursue you if he wanted to go to church with you because you keep asking he would go to church with you if you kept asking for flowers he would buy you flowers if he knew your love language he would care about it and actually do it so I've always gone along with it of saying yeah like if he wanted to he would do those things because it's simple if I want to do something I'm going to do it. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. And I think we get in this space where it's like, oh, you know, they love us so much that they would do this because they know that it's what we want. And I agree with that to an extent. And I think I didn't really realize what this statement meant and how much I really don't believe in it until after I walked away from a relationship where I spent my entire relationship saying, well, if he wanted to, he would. And realizing that he was not going to. And that's why I had to walk away. I was in a six-year relationship before the one that I'm in now, and I felt like when I walked away from it, I had asked for things for so long, for so long. I had asked for basic things that I felt like were so simple and that if he truly loved me, he would do them. He would bend over backwards for me. He would not even bat an eye when it came to something that I wanted, not because I expected him to cater to me, but because it's something that I was asking for over and over and over, and I thought, oh, if he cares about me, if he loves me, if he wants to be with me, he will do these things. And it got to this point where I felt like I was asking for too much. And I would sit there and beat myself up and say, you know, we're fighting about this all the time. He's not doing it, even though I've asked him 157,000 times. It started to make me feel unloved. It started to make me feel unworthy. It started to make me feel almost crazy that I was asking for these things, but yet they were never happening. And it was causing so much resentment and just so much friction in our relationship that I got to where I stopped even asking for things that I wanted. And my goal for this conversation that we have today is for those of you that are in relationships where you're finding yourself saying like, why is he not doing the things that I'm practically begging him to do? Why is he not, you know, stepping out of his comfort zone to do these things? Why is he not going out of his way to make this happen for me? Why isn't he communicating with me about these things? Or why is, why am I having to ask for things so many times over and over to where I almost feel stupid and I don't even want to bring it up because I know that he's not going to do it. If you're in that situation in your relationship, I hope that this conversation brings you kind of a different perspective and offers you a different light than what you've been walking in, especially with having a personal story on both ends. And I kind of may even contradict myself through this, but hopefully by the end it makes sense. So as I was walking through that relationship, constantly asking for things over and over and over, I realized after my relationship was over, that as I looked back, it wasn't that I was asking too much. 
It wasn't that I was high maintenance. It wasn't that I had higher expectations and he had high expectations and we were too stubborn to do what each other wanted. I know now, looking back, that I was expecting things that I wanted. There was nothing wrong with me asking for the things that I was asking for because those were the desires of my heart. Those were the things that was going to make me happy. Those were the things that I felt like aligned with the godly man that I wanted to be with, like those were what I was asking for, but I was just asking it from the wrong person. It wasn't that I was asking the wrong things. I was asking the wrong person. I want you to imagine if you're at a level eight, okay, one out of 10, you're at a level eight and your expectations are eight and above, okay? You either do these things that I'm asking or do them better than that, or this isn't going to work. And I'm not saying that in like a, it's me or the highway kind of thing, or that my expectations are crazy. I'm talking about, okay, if my level eight expectations are, I expect you to go to church with me because I go to church. I expect you to do X, Y, and Z, whatever those core values are to you. You could be asking a level four for level eight expectations. It's not that he doesn't want to, it's that he doesn't know how to. He doesn't even know what that is because he doesn't even think at the capacity that you do. You have all these things that you wanna do and all these things on your heart and all these things that you've imagined your relationship to look like and things that you've prayed for, things that you have had revealed to you that this is what you want in your future and you're just asking the wrong person to do it who doesn't think like you. And I think that's why so many relationships don't work out and it's for a, it's a good thing because you get into relationships, you realize what you don't want, what you don't like, and you're able to start forming these boundaries and these expectations that you have for yourself. As awful as heartbreak is and as horrible as it is to watch yourself and your friends and people that you're around to go through heartbreak, I know that on the other side of it, when it truly is meant to be and you watch these people walk into different relationships that are so much better and you can tell they're so much happier, that is how they are happy in their next relationship is because they've learned what they want and what they don't want out of their last relationship. You know what I mean? It's like setting you up to where, you know, my last relationship, I realized all the things that I love and I realized all the things that I hate, all the things that I didn't want, all the reasons that I'm like, okay, I want this, this, and this. I don't want this, this, and this. So then walking into my season of singleness that I was in, I knew what I was looking for. I knew that I wanted a godly man that was going to lead me to church. I knew that I wanted someone who was had an entrepreneurial mindset just like me. I wanted somebody who was going to raise a family with the same values that I had. I had so many things aligned after my relationship that walking into my next one, I was confident in the things that I was going to expect. And so as I walked into my next relationship, okay, this is where we're going to kind of change gears here. I thought I knew what I wanted. I was very confident. I had very high expectations. I was like, only this, 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 and this. If it's anything else, I don't want it. And I feel like this is where God kind of humbled me a little bit. And he sat me down and had a conversation. And I spent, I can't even begin to tell you how many nights praying over this, how many conversations I had, how many internal battles and mental battles I had over my relationship now with Payson, the one that you all guys get to watch unfold and how you've watched it unfold for almost the last year and a half. We talk about it all the time. Like when I first met him, I was like, uh, God, <laughs> 
Um, I don't think this is the one that you're sent for me. Is this a joke? Like, I don't think this is, this is it. And not that he wasn't good enough or not that it just wasn't what my expectations were. It wasn't what I had in my mind. It was actually completely different. And I started the relationship asking, you know, what I thought were basic things and they weren't happening. They weren't being delivered to me and I cut him off. <laughs> And we talk about it now and we laugh about it now. It wasn't laughable in the moment, but I'm like, no, this is not what I want. You're out. And it was kind of, I was going into it with the mentality of if he wanted to, he would. I'm asking for these basic things. He's not doing them. You're chopped. And every single time he fixed them, every single time he did them, he like over expect he went over my expectations he would do them and then do it more than that to show me that he actually knew that I was serious and it took him a little bit for him to realize that I was actually serious um but by the time he did I saw the effort more than I saw anything else and I from the the person that I met when I first started dating him is not the person that he was even within months of us starting to date I had these ridiculously high expectations for him and honestly they were probably pretty unrealistic if we're being honest but then watching the effort that he put in I'm not even gonna say that it's if he wanted to he would I'm gonna go back to the scenario of I was asking the wrong person and when I tell you that those levels when I bring back up those levels of I was on a level eight my ex was on a level four or whatever level seven I don't care I'm not comparing the numbers meaning I'm better than so and so it's meaning my expectations were different and what I wanted was different and I was never gonna receive them from him and so walking into my next relationship and seeing the way that it was I in my mind thought that we were on different levels again I'm like, he can't give me what I'm asking for. But it was simply because he wasn't living at his highest level. He wasn't living to his, even the, his own expectations of himself. And I think that God brings us people and relationships. And I know that there's been people brought into your life that make you better. They make you realize things about yourself. They reveal things within you that you didn't even know that you had. And I fully believe that even though at the beginning, he used to always tell me, that I made him better and that I made him realize all these things about himself. I've realized more and more now over the last year and a half that we've been together, how many things that he's revealed within me. I had all these expectations that I thought were going to be the end all be all. And this was where the bar was set. But he made me realize that I was looking at the wrong things and that I thought I knew what I wanted, but I truly didn't. And it wasn't that he didn't want to. It's that I showed him all the things within him that he already had, he was just never using. I didn't have to fix him. I didn't change him. I didn't make it where it was like, okay, he's doing all these things for me because I asked him to. It was like he started walking in this different light of like, this is who I was supposed to be the entire time. And so I don't know where your relationship is. I don't know where you're walking in in this season of who you're with or who you were with, but I challenge you to reflect on what you're asking and not sitting there and beating yourself up over, am I asking too much? And is this too crazy for me to say? Like, why do I feel like I'm asking for all these things? It could just be the person that you're asking. And if they're not willing to work with you and communicate with you and meet in the middle on some of these things, you're just, you're going to have to ask somebody else, sister. And this may be one of those relationships that you're in that's teaching you what you want and what you don't want. You know now, okay, I've been asking this person for years for this thing. It's not going to happen. And this is a non-negotiable for me. 
And then you walk into this other relationship and you say, okay, well, actually, I don't like this either because this is also a boundary that I don't think I want to cross. Then you're building onto this list and list and list of things that you know now are your boundaries. These are your expectations. And I wrestled with this for way too long, for longer than I'd even like to admit. And I felt like there was something wrong with me that I just wasn't happy and I couldn't seem to figure out what the heck it was. And it was just that I was asking the wrong person for the things that I knew that I wanted and needed in my life. Some things that I needed from this person in order to be happy, in order to fulfill the desires of my heart, in order to feel like this was the relationship that God had sent for me, nothing was aligning. It wasn't that he was a bad person. It wasn't that, you know, it wasn't anything other than the fact that it just wasn't, I wasn't asking the right person for the things that I needed, period. And I don't want you to look at a relationship that you've spent time, like so much time into and you've poured so much blood, sweat and tears into as a waste of time. Because if anything, it was a lesson that was the best lesson you could have ever had because without that person you would have never learned the things that you needed to learn about yourself about what you want about your future relationships and I fully believe that they're all for a reason and without that I wouldn't have been able to walk into the relationship that I'm in now and be like okay I wasn't crazy the whole time I wasn't asking too much my expectations weren't too high this person is who God I fully believe perfectly designed for me and all of the things that I've ever asked for obviously I'm not saying that you're gonna find somebody that's just gonna do everything you want from them like that's not what I'm saying at all but finding somebody that you get to build life with that you get to have these expectations with and realize oh wait I don't actually want that I want everything that he is I want everything that he brings to the table these are my new expectations because he has surpassed past them and shown me that this is what I want in a relationship. So many things I thought that I would never budge on. Now I'm like, why did I want that? Like th this on the other side is so much better. And I fully believe now that as you walk into those next relationships with people that you're in, you're going to realize it's not that he wants to, it's that he's doing it because we're on the same level. It's that he's stepping into these expectations that I'm holding him to because it's a God-ordained relationship. This is who I'm supposed to be with. And I just feel like it clicks. Like when you know, you know, I feel like I knew literally a month after I met Payson, even though I was like, this is not it. This is not it. It was, it just wasn't what I thought it was going to look like. And that's kind of like when you have this idea in your mind and God is like, hold on, let me show you something better. And you could have never even imagined it and never could have even created it in your mind. And so if you don't feel like that, I'm not saying the relationship you're in is not the one it's you're supposed to be in. Not, relationships take a lot of freaking work. <laughs> I'm not sugarcoating that. I'm not acting like everything's perfect. We always talk on stories and in podcasts and tell you it is not perfect. And it has been a lot of work, but it is so worth every second that we've put into it because it's just opened my eyes to understand that I asked the wrong person for too long. And I realized these things that I wanted and I set expectations and that I was willing for them to change because what I thought thought I wanted wasn't actually what God wanted for me and now seeing it in this version and in this light I've never been happier and I know that that relationship is out there for you I encourage you if you're listening to this and you're single to spend so much time in prayer with God and asking him who he wants you to become how can you shape yourself in this year in this time in this space that you're in waiting for and I wouldn't even call it waiting and I encourage you to actively wait I encourage you to not just 
sit and wait for someone to walk up to you and sit and wait for this person to just walk into your life and just fall head over heels in love. Does that happen? Yes. But is it realistic? No. I want you to actively wait. I want you to work on yourself. I want you to figure out what are some things that you want in this relationship. And I encourage you to even write a list of those things and ask yourself, are you doing those things? Many times, and one of the biggest reflections that I had was I was praying for a godly man to walk up into my life. But what was I doing to make sure that I was the godly woman that he deserved? Making sure that I am growing, I'm going to church, I'm plugging in, I'm changing my circle of people, I'm making decisions that are going to reflect who I am and the godly woman that God made me to be. You know what I mean? So I think that it's important that we take a step back and eat a piece of humble pie and be like, okay, am I asking these things and making sure that I am also going to deliver that? Because yes, you deserve so much and you deserve that dream person, but also so does he. And that's a huge aha moment that I hope that you had that you're looking at this list of things that you're like, I want someone who's tall and handsome and smart and funny and creative and is super business minded and does personal development and goes to church and reads the Bible and eats healthy and works out. We're very quick to make a list of things that we want in someone, but we're not as quick to make sure that we're doing those things too, because they deserve the same level of expectations that you have. And it's important that we call ourselves higher in the process of calling the one that we want into our lives. And I think that that was a really big aha moment for me because in the process of looking for that person, you got to make sure that you're the best version of yourself too. And I think that it's when you stop looking and you stop trying to find the perfect in that person and start trying to work on yourself, that God is going to bring that person to you. And when Payson walked into my life, he didn't know that he needed me and I didn't know that I needed him. And it's when I stopped looking and started really focusing, which wasn't that I necessarily stopped looking quote unquote because I was on Bumble, but I stopped looking for anything other than the one person I know that I was meant for. I prayed so specifically that he brought me somebody with all of these things that I aligned with. I prayed so specifically that it was gonna be a relationship that wasn't gonna waste my time, that it was gonna be somebody that I could seriously focus on marriage with, someone that I knew was gonna align with me And I think that the more specific you get in those prayers, the more specific that God's going to be when he brings that person to you. So I hope that this was a good reflection for you and that if you were anything like me thinking if he wanted to, he would. Yes, but also I think that it goes back down to those levels of expectations of who you are asking. Because when we watch that person that we've moved on from or someone from our past that we broke up with and then you look at them and move on immediately and they're like giving this person the world and you're like, what the heck? Like, why couldn't he give those things to me? Why is he giving those things to someone else? It's because he was a level four and found a level four or he was a level nine and found a level nine. Okay, maybe maybe you didn't have as high expectations and his expectations were higher and he didn't even know what to give you because he was like, you, I, I don't know what to give you because my expectations are too high. It's not always saying that we're asking too much and they're asking too little or they're asking too much and we're asking too little. Whoever they move on to and they look so happy and they're doing all these amazing things, it's because they found someone that yeah, he wanted to, so he's going to because he has the capabilities to. That is who he can give what he was going what he was giving to you that wasn't enough is enough for her. And that's okay. We want them to be happy and I think that that's the answer to your prayer is saying like, okay, they found that person. I need to find the one that matches my level. So, I love you guys. I hope that was a good talk with you. I enjoyed kind of sharing this perspective with you because I love sharing anything about my relationship now because it's so much different and it's something that I truly prayed to have and I know that one day you're going to find that and those of you that have already found that and you're just listening to hang out <laughs> 
you know what I'm talking about when I tell you that it's not that he wanted to, he would. It's that you found your person that's on the same level as you and that God truly said, here is your person. I'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye, y'all. I just want to say thank you so much for listening this week and for hanging out with me. I hope that you took away some golden nuggets that you can apply to your daily life and you're finding the growth that you've been looking for. I know what it's like to be a woman in a world filled with doubt. And I hope that you're finding those things here that can actually help you live out the more that you're called to. If you head on over to my Instagram, at Savache, I'm a lot more fun over there. And I know I told you that I'd be your personal hype girl, so you're going to find more hype over there. Click the link in my bio. There's actually a link called Ask Shay, and that is a space for you to submit any questions that you have for me. And then each week, I'm actually going to select one of those questions and I'm going to answer it on my podcast live for you. And who knows, maybe your question's going to be the lucky one that week. But before you go, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss any of our girl talk. Next time, bring your coffee, maybe even your PJs, anything that you need to be extra comfortable because we have a lot to cover here. This is the Shay Speaks podcast, and I cannot wait to continue this conversation here next week.